And everybody scream, fuck Southwest, uh, fuck your airline, fuck your company, fuck them. <laughs> it's going on podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, buddy. <laughs> RC, I was about to ask you how you were doing, but... <laughs> Look, I mean, it's the holiday season. Da doop da doop. Yeah, right. So whoop de doo. No, not whoop de doo. <laughs> I am very invested. <laughs> no whoop de doos to be had. Oh my god, it was so annoying. We we uh, ordered some tickets, and it was like a thing. We were like, hey, let's go see some family, you know, because like a uh, family member's feeling really sick. So we're like, oh, let's come, you know, see him. And then uh, we deal with this whole rigmarole where they're like, oh, uh, the flight's canceled. We're not telling you why it's just canceled in the middle of the night. And it's like, oh, okay, uh, give me my money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, shouldn't be that hard. We had to be, like, I had to call Southwest like 30 fucking times. And like each time it would be like just a random time where the call would just cut off. And I'm like okay, is this my phone? And then my mom had to call him and, and she was calling him and was like, okay, so she's dealing with it too. So it's not just my phone that's messing up. You know what I mean? Mm. And and then sometimes it would just be a busy signal and it's just like, okay, what's going on? And I, I was calling their asses every half hour on the half hour to see oh. if it would change. And it was just like, keep happening. Finally, my mom got him in, you know, she got her thing arranged and then she was like, uh, BT Dubs, can we handle this one while, I'm, while I got you? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Oh man, it was a whole fucking ordeal. So now we got to drive and that's a whole ordeal so now we're dealing with that and we gotta leave i think right after we record this podcast so (laughs) my goodness your boy your boy's dealing with the the holiday crunch is all i'm saying you know rc's going through it folks yeah so so you know if you're wondering why why the output ain't coming as fast just know life is happening (laughs) hey and you know what i think your intro was 100 percent justified (laughs) But with that being said, you know how YouTube doesn't like cursing within the first minute. I think that's absolutely fine because we are funded by people on our Kofi. That's right. We don't need them. (laughs) This is a seamless segue because this week we've got two listener requested album reviews. And if you're sitting there in the year of our Lord 2022... Maybe 2023. I'm not sure when this is going to go up. Who knows at this point? <laughs> Happy New Year, I guess. <laughs> Happy New Year. We have our Kofi that is Kofi.com. That's K-O-F-I.com slash going off. G-O-I-N-O-F-F. And uh, you can request an album to be viewed on a future episode, whether it's an album that you like, an album you hate, or an album you made. Just check the <laughs> website right. for details rc we are looking at a couple familiar faces oh this week. yeah it's time for songs about sex and and pretentious songs that are also about sex <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got, we got some different sides of the aisle we got a little bit more straightforward uh, a little bit of metaphor we, we got a little bit of something for everybody i think let's start with lady Ga- gaga 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 thank you so much dr goatman for your request for Art pop, you guys, by Lady Gaga. It's it's like pop, but it's like art, you know. I don't think anyone's done this before, so like. <laughs> I think this episode might be a little lopsided. Spoiler. <laughs> but, wait, um, wait. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I don't have nearly as much to say about the Megan album as I do about the Lady uh, Gaga album. Uh, <laughs> well, go off. <laughs> oh no, I'll save it. People will have to wait. <laughs> For my 
praise and or uh, vitriol. We'll have to wait and see which way it comes out. So this Lady Gaga is someone who like, I feel like I, I, I'm rooting for when I listen to an album. Yeah. And then it's like, as it goes on, I'm like, uh, is this is this given what it's supposed to be given? You know, RC, I got to agree with you. Uh, I almost hung up on you. Uh, <laughs> you got to be like, no. No, no, I got to explain. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> well, I still have you here. Oh, my God. Um, I opened up my phone and I almost opened up an app, but where the app on my home screen was, was uh, right over where the hang up button on oh the cell god. phone app was. Oh my god. Can I tell you? I almost clicked there, it instead. There was a couple of times where like I was uh, calling Southwest and then like my sister was calling me and like I was having that brain thing where you're like, it goes like, would you like to end the call or just like uh, uh, switch over and, and hold it here or just end everything? And, it, and it's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> what I was trying to look up was um, how I felt about Lady Gaga albums over time. Just try to see about whether or not I agree with this, because I feel like I have run into this before with at least Born This Way. When I look at it and I'm reminded that album's just kind of all over the place in quality, I think. In my head, I was thinking, oh, it starts off really strong and then it gets weaker by the end. But that's just because there's like a handful of songs in the middle that I'm not a big fan of. Was it the same with the first album, too? Because I could have swore it was like, oh, yeah, the big hits are smashes. There's a little bit of questionable lyrics. And then it's like, as you go through the album, it's like, hmm, what are what are these songs? Like, is this really like, is this really the, you know, tour de force, you know, next David Bowie? Or is this like, that's just an aesthetic. And then it's like, what is she really doing here? These just feel like just love songs, but with, you know, a very old, you know, uh, Vogue sounding voice every now and then, you know, like the fame monster which was the EP released after The Fame, which had, like, Poker Face and Just Dance. It had big hits on it. Yeah, those are the smashes. But then The Fame Monster has fucking Bad Romance and Telephone. So that was, like, the more in-your-face Lady Gaga that we would come to know. There's a big difference between listening to Just Dance and listening to Bad Romance. You know what I mean? For like, sure, Like, stylistically. For sure. Fucking Akon is on Just Dance. You know what I mean? Like right. <laughs> the fucking tonal shift between new pop star on the scene, just kind of doing her own thing, but kind of sounds like a good bit of the other stuff going on. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, this stuff's weird now. Like the flip of the switch is there. If you're just listening to the fame, you hear a couple songs you recognize, but the songs you don't are pretty weak. The songs of Lady Gaga's I really like, I really like, and the ones I right. don't, I just completely forget about. It so. is just so that. Like, <laughs> and and, and with, with this one, like, I, I remember going in and being like, oh, here's Lady Gaga. Like, I remember having that moment where the stuff I didn't like, I forgot. And so I was just like, oh, here's Lady Gaga here to freak us out with some new music. And then I was just like, hmm, am I feeling this? And, and even the album cover is so it looks like, I feel like this is kind of artsy, but it also seems a little underbaked as, as a, you know what I'm saying? Like, There is a whole thing behind the album and behind the intent. I don't have the information on the top of my head, and I don't think it's relevant and important to the review, but if y'all do want to hear more about it 
uh, Mike the Snare did a really in-depth video on it a long time ago. The whole thing was meant to be part of like the like the marriage between the the art scene and the pop music scene, and this was going to be like the love child of the two. And I don't really know if it exactly comes off like that. I did tweet last April. And I even mentioned the tweet to Mike the Snare saying, once a year, I try to listen to art pop and see if I enjoy it more than the year before. At the end of the tweet, I said, well, there's always next year. And I retweeted it yesterday saying, shut up, bitch. Because <laughs> it finally happened. Here's the official year. We have to talk about your thoughts on this. <laughs> 2022 is the year I finally uh, ended up enjoying this album more than I ever had previously. It, it, wow, it finally, is that so? It finally hit, my dude. Okay. Not to say it's not without its weak points. Right. And I'm going to hit on those first. Mm. The songs I think were the weakest on the whole album, I would have to go ahead and say are Manicure. <laughs> or man i cure what or... silly oh my god just the delivery of some of these lines man cure <laughs> like why why is she saying it like that <laughs> um surprisingly i wasn't the biggest fan of the title track either no uh, that so threw me off i was like oh this is supposed to be like the thesis statement of the album and it so feels empty as a song no it's not at all. It's extremely underwhelming. And the other one that got the lower end rating. Oh, please tell me. Come on. Come on. I'm like betting right now. <laughs> You're going to say You're the one. betting? Yeah. That's gonna be, that was my absolute worst. Uh, well, I think we're going to come to blows because the two mm. other songs that got low ratings weren't that low. Like, they're just kind of mm. low. They're actually higher than, than Manicure. Um, I imagine you're gonna say Jewels and Drugs. Yes. <laughs> Look, this song itself is a mixed bag because <laughs> I think T.I., I think he did, he gives a pretty solid verse, but too short really fucks it up. I don't know what the hell it's so he's doing there. here. <laughs> like, who, who was asking for too short on a uh, uh, art pop album like what is happening he didn't need to be here at all he fucked it up um twista saved it i thought i guess it just didn't come together like i'm sorry like at the end I of agree. every verse it always just felt like oh shit and right away here back to the weird lady gaga thing and it's like uh okay <laughs> didn't it feel yeah, like i don't know what this like, is doing here <laughs> yeah it was like, I think this is a vestige of when she was still kind of trying to get cool with the hip hop crowd. Because there was that, remember she did that song with Wale and Wale did a song with her and, and she was originally supposed to be on the Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe song doing sort of a, a country mix oh. that was kind of interesting. So there was like, God. I feel like at first when, when the label didn't really know what to do with her, they're like, is she going to be a hip hop adjacent person? I don't know. Let's try it out. And then the weird angle kind of popped up where so they were just like, ah, fuck it, it's this now. And so this felt like they were trying to marry the two and be like, maybe she can still do it. And it's like, ah, who, who needs T.I. on a Lady Gaga song? That was not the energy anyone was asking for. Yeah, when we when we were talking about Chromatica and we were talking about dream collabs, T.I., Too Short, and Twista never <laughs> would have came up on my short yeah, list. For God's sakes. 
<laughs> like Andre 3000 for God's sakes. Like, come on. Yeah, I could see that. Especially at least over these. Like, I'll take a little Wayne, you know, like he's weird. <laughs> if we're talking weird and if we're talking about queer representation, I know I bring them up every fucking time, but there's just not that many out there that are well known. If you put Tyler oh with Lady my Gaga, God, that would have blown up the Internet. <laughs> It would have been weird. It would have been... There's still time, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. You could definitely do it next time. Um, And the other one I was just kind of lukewarm on was Mary Jane Holland. Oh, my God. What a... It, it, like, that song was really written like, it was just like, hey, has anyone done, like, Mary Jane, that name meaning, like, weed? But, like, yeah. what if, like, the weed is, like, my persona that I'm taking on to give me confidence? It's like, don't you have, like, eight personas by this point? Like, what's special about this? This is the one that I do when I'm high and in Holland, specifically. It just, it's like, and, this is when I'm really weirding out there. Like, what? And it's not even that weird. That's the thing. No. Like, so much of this, and a lot of what she's saying, like... The delivery of what she's saying is sometimes really weird, but not weird in a cool way. Weird, it's weird in a, what? Why did you say it like that? Like, like it's not weird enough. It's just so weird that it, like, it's just so awkward that you're just like, why did you pronounce it like that? Why did you enunciate it like that? The way she said it, it was like, Mary Jane Holland. And then another part where she was like, Mary Jane in Holland. And it was just like, wait, is she in Holland? Is it? Is that her name? Why are you doing this? <laughs> like, it's like this isn't clever. This is just awkward. You know, it's like there's just little moments that it just feels like just an idea that she had is just being thrown on the page instead of like really mulling this over. You know what I mean? And it feels like, oh, isn't it weird that I did it the not normal way? See, someone would say the awkward way, but I did it the not normal way. Isn't it clever that I said not normal instead of just awkward? You know, like it's that sort of thing where it's like that's, that's like clever by half. You know. <laughs> And I really liked the rest of the album. So, R.C., <laughs> you're going to have to tell me your thoughts on the rest of it because I feel like we're just going to be arguing for the whole rest, uh, whole rest of the album here. You know, maybe if I uh, listen to it 20 more times over the next five years, maybe I'll eventually <laughs> come to like it a little bit more. <laughs> I do have to present this to you uh. because I think that this will be the destruction of going off. Mm-hmm. You at least like Aura, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I like Aura. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oof. Oof. I was about to say. That fucking track is killer. And one of my favorite Lady Gaga songs. It goes so fucking hard. It's ridiculous. I will say this, though. <laughs> like, mm. when she starts off and it's like, I'm not a wandering slave. I'm a woman of choice. My veil is protection for the gorgeousness of my face. And I was like... I but that doesn't... It sounded like you were going to say voice. Why did you... Oh. <laughs> like, choice and voice and... It, <laughs> like, what's going on there? <laughs> See, you pay way too much attention to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, like... But it's like, how can you not hear that? You know, like, the choice, reaction of my face. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, it makes sense, like, structurally with the sentence, oh, yes, a veil protects your face. But it's just like... And also, isn't it supposed to be about her voice and how, you know, crazy her, she, her singing is? You know what I mean? It just kind of felt like, 
huh, you're, okay, that's the first, like, you usually cover your face and have a bunch of weird stuff on you, you know, like, I'm not really Ooh. thinking, oh, yeah, like, I remember for the longest time, I didn't really know what she looked like, because she always had the glasses oh. and shit on, you know, so I'm like, yeah, that's so true. It, that just didn't seem right, you know, um, but I did like, you know, when she gets into the breakdown, it's like, do you want to see me naked, lover, do you want to peek under the cover, do you want to see the girl who lives behind the aura, you know, it's just like, oh, you know, I get that, like, introducing you, like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, her being on the road picking up a, a groupie and being like oh yeah i'm gonna show you what's behind you know the 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 face and how freaky i really am like i like that you know what i'm saying that energy is cool um and i feel like it kind of carries on a little bit with venus too uh a bit of a step down but i still enjoy it for what it is yeah i think venus is really good too there's one line in venus and i have more notes on aura too but for venus i wrote down that that the line don't you know my ass is famous Right? Would have been cheesy if she didn't deliver it with like such an exaggerated voice when she said it. <laughs> like it kind of it kind of goes all the way back around to being okay. Because like if you just would have said that straight, yeah, I would have been like, eh. you know, what, you know what it is. It was just like, it, yeah, I, I I think there's a lot of moments where she was relying on the delivery to deliver the lines that were maybe a little, mm, you know what I'm saying? Cause I was and, like, and that's how they skirt past me because I, <laughs> I, I totally buy that. And I bite, I was like, yeah, whatever. It sounded cool. Cause when I heard it, I was like, Oh, that's all you had for Uranus. Cause like, as it was building up, I was just like, okay, there's going to be a joke about Uranus. And then it's like, Oh, it's just my ass is famous. I'm like, Oh, huh. <laughs> maybe that was it. Maybe, you know? it, maybe she knew that would, that was the too easy. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'd always listen to aura like in the car or stuff like that. And I've never really listened to it with headphones listening super close to the music. But mm-hmm. a couple things I really like about the instrumentation on Aura, Spanish guitar in the intro, like really clearly. But there's also like, it sounds almost like a didgeridoo under it that like, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like an effect or an actual didgeridoo, but I was like, ooh, okay. It's, it's making it sound extra worldly. We got the Spanish guitar. We got this Australian didgeridoo. Yeah, I get that. But then when it breaks down in the sweet sounding chorus, when it's just like strings going on, every few seconds, you kind of hear the beat from before kind of like breaking through a tiny bit. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's trying to break down a door and it's like <laughs> it opens just a little bit and you see what's behind it. It's like, uh, and it, it closes again. So it's like, <laughs> and you're like, huh. <laughs> like it's, yeah, no, it's trying right. to break through. <laughs> I know we've had conversations about GUI before, and how it's a little, it's a little confusing, like a little messy with the metaphor it's Just trying convoluted. to make. Convoluted, yeah. Because I was trying. I remember when the single came out. Because I think this was around the time where I was like, I can't wait to hear what she does next. Because it's always going to be something that's interesting. And then just hearing this and being like huh what the fuck <laughs> like because at first i'm thinking like okay yeah i want to be your gui oh but i'm flipping it i want to be the girl under you uh and then and it's like oh what you gonna do for the other one uh I, you're gonna be my girl my guy i'm romancing loves to hold you like what what <laughs> it's like i like what you were going for yeah right it just didn't stick the landing no like i think it slaps really fucking hard anyway, so it does come off sexy more than kind of basic girl boss shit would kind of come off. Like, I'm gonna be the guy, <laughs> like, 
All right, but like she kind of does something at least interesting with it. See, see, I like the idea, and especially like later on in the track where she, where she says like, "Oh, I'm the girl under you, but that still has power too." You know, it's like, "Oh, okay, yeah. I kind of do like that." But it just felt like it took too late to get to that point where I was like, "I'm st- still so confused." That by the time you got there, I was like, "Oh, I, okay, I guess," I, <laughs> you know. Now. Fucking sex dreams. Sex dreams brought me back in. The fucking bass on sex dreams? The bass guitar? Yeah. Oh my god. Where the fuck was this the rest of the album, man? I say that every time. Whenever I hear killer bass guitar in an album, I'm like, that needs to be coming up. <laughs> why is that why is that only happening here? Yeah. <laughs> I know! Like, who did you fucking have in studio? They're like, no, that's good. That's enough. No! <laughs> They're just not paying these bass guys, man. They gotta punch up the other ones too. There's this room for it in all of these. You can find a spot for it. For for these songs, I feel like the hooks were better than the verses. But for this one, like I liked the verses better than the hook because it, it, again, it feels a little simple. Like, ooh, you were in my sexy sex dream. Like, you know, it just feels a little simple for it. Was like, shouldn't the song have been written 20 years ago? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, the sex with three X's too. Right. Like, <laughs> Like, it um, is a bit cheesy. But, you know, I did like her delivery. That kind of sounded a little, you know, James uh, James Cagney sleazy with the, heard your boyfriend was away this weekend, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I liked how her, this, this is what I really like. I liked how her verse was doing the sort of like two verses happening at the same time thing. Where it's like, mm. we could be caught. And in the background, I just want this to be perfect. We're both convicted criminals of thought because I'm broken. Let's white by the one before. Glove the bed. He was kind of nasty. Like, I liked that. You know what I mean? That was really fucking fun. Um, Then there was that one lyric where she says, you could turn to stone or the color of men petrified by a woman. And I was like, yeah, no, I... I got that from Turn to Stone. Like, I got what that was. You know, you get what I mean? But, like, the, the weirdly overwriting where it's just like, what, what are you yeah. trying to... You, mention Medusa if you're going to bring that up. Don't, like, mention a, a, a metaphor and then another metaphor. It's like, well, you get what I'm trying to say with the two... Like, just say it. I'm very curious uh, to hear what you thought about Swine. Swine? I, I really love Swine, actually. That, oh, was, okay. that was a banger. <laughs> that was straight banging. Oh my god. <laughs> Which is like swine. swine. I was like, oh shit. Ooh. That shit was going punk for a second. Because <laughs> I was worried because, you know, it's got a little bit of that like glitchy noise to it that I was like, oh, I don't know if Farsi's going to fuck with this. But the mm. fact that the gl- that the glitching noise almost kind of sounds like a pig oink. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> this is what this whole album should have been to me. Like, if. Yeah. Because it's like. I, I don't necessarily, you know, perfectly understand what it is, but I'm just so enjoying it so much that it doesn't matter. You know, like, I felt like I couldn't get to that point with a lot of these other tracks, you know, where it's like, it may be weird, but don't worry about how weird it is because you're enjoying it so much. But when it's like, it's the difference between Manicure and 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 this track, right? Where it's like, with this one, with the swine and, you know, and just the little lyrics, which is like, you be that hog, sweat it out, you squealer, and then the little, let your body jiggle. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, man, that one was just such a fucking good time. I could totally understand how people would expect it to be more out there, more like more artistic and experimental. I feel like with both of these albums, uh, titles are kind of screwing them over and we'll get to that when we get to it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that since you had mentioned Bowie earlier, and I mean, there's plenty of comparisons you can draw between the two. This album kind of reminds me of uh, Hunky Dory. Remember when we reviewed that one? Mm-hmm. And it was like, 
this is Bowie talking about the New York art scene, and this is him, like, <laughs> yeah. this is his take. Like, oh, he's going to be talking, he's going to be hanging around with the Velvet Underground, and he's sure. going to be hanging out with Andy Warhol. Oh, talking about Bob Dylan and whatnot, yeah. And the lyrics and songs don't really reflect it. It's like, I know you're living the lifestyle. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> right. You know? like, I believe you. <laughs> I, know, I know you're taking in the sights, sounds, all five senses, I'm sure, of the New York art scene, but it did not reflect in the album. It's like, man, this kind of sounds like touristy, like someone mm. who just kind of stopped in and then went to the hotel and wrote a couple songs. Like, it didn't feel like it was soaked in the goddamn sludge. Right, right, right. So with this, it's like, I guess to make another artistic metaphor, it's like if you had like a Jackson Pollock shit where shit's going all over the place, only a little bit of paint kind of splattered onto the album. Mm. Like a lot of it misses. It's just like yeah. this could have been a lot messier, a lot more abstract. Because I know right. that's what they're going for here too because yeah. the person she fucking worked with is known to be a kind of pretentious art dickhead. Oh, Kuntz? Kuntz, yeah. It's weird to actually be working with them and then reference them. I thought it was kind of like, a, oh, I'm just referencing them because that eh, guy sounds like cunt, right? <laughs> like, I always thought that too. But no, I think he was like behind a lot of the promotional material. And I think he might have made the statue that's on the album cover. I'm not sure. I know he did a lot of designing for the album shit, though. The art pop actual track. This is the one where I thought it was going to be the most. Here's her being weird, right? And it's like. It's so not that, but then like for one or two lines tries to be that, like it tries to be just a love song at first, I think, because it's just like, oh, don't you get me or something like that. There's something that she says where it's just like, oh, that kind of seems like it's talking about a love song. But then it's like, oh, a hybrid can withstand these things. My heartbeat, uh, my heart could beat with bricks and strings. My art pop could mean anything. And it's like, calm down this isn't that deep <laughs> like you know yeah, it's like i guess in theory it could uh, yeah like <laughs> maybe not this though that's what i'm saying like this it's not like she was saying oh all this weird abstract it, it's not like that uh you know uh what that beach boys song where it was like wow i'm comparing the the beach boys and saying they were more abstract but like you know the white puff glistening <laughs> shadowy flows like oh what, what are they talking about you know what i mean like we could we could belong together art pop we could belong together and i was like Oh, what is that supposed to mean? And it's like, come to me with all your subtext and fantasy. Just do that thing you do in a perverse you. Lovers' kites are flown on beaches for public sight. The color palette you choose could profit you. A hybrid can withstand these things. And it was just like, okay. Uh, the title track is Gaga's Manifesto of Art and Pop Coming Together. The line in the chorus, we could belong together. Our pop refers to art and pop being one, just like herself and her little monsters. The blending of art and pop is happening here and throughout the album. I mean, I guess. Like, art um, is pop. All art is... Like, you know, it feels like... like it's That's not that deep. Like, yes, these pop songs are art. That's how... Mu all music is art. Yes. Like, you know, like, wh what are you trying to say? <laughs> I guess it's like how Andy Warhol's shit was pop art. Oh, sure, sure. That this is the music equivalent of that shit but i mean warhol was a fucking hack and, a, yeah. and an asshole <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and he had a whole bunch of people uh, doing his work for him honestly he's a giant scumbag <laughs> yeah. like, like you gotta I don't know, know why you want to draw point, any right? comparisons there 
Uh, I mean, you know, oh, there could be that person out there who's like, well, but you still got to think about the ideas and the concepts that are going to... All right. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> and again, it's like, there's something about the way she just lingers on these syllables that just feels really weird. I can't emulate it because I can't remember exactly how it went, but I just remember just like having that constant feeling. It's like, I tried to sell myself, but I really am laughing because I just love the music, not the bling. And it was that specific point where I was just like, oh God, please don't tell, please don't repeat this part. And then she went, music, not the bling. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was really interesting, especially when you just had a song with fucking T.I. You Twista. Just, and yeah. I don't know if you can do that, yeah, right. man. <laughs> and yeah, then, that definitely hit in a weird way. And then we have the, the, the combo of Donatella and fashion, which the first one is like, it's another character piece, and you're, it's yeah. kind of like ambiguous as like, are they making fun of the character or is it indulging in the character? You know, but I wasn't sure either. I was very confused. But but then it's like it's kind of like well maybe it's kind of like trying to you know putting a put putting an eye on them but still kind of going like well there is a bit that because it, it's like at the end it's like oh because she walks so bad it feels so good listen to her radiate her magic even though she knows she's misunderstood she does but earlier it was just like she's rich and she's blonde and kind of a bitch so it's kind of like oh okay so we're kind of you know joking on this person a little bit but then the fashion song is just totally about like the. Uh, Donatella, oh, vapid chick in fashion. Ugh, isn't that sucky? And then it's like, the fashion is all about fashion empowers you and it's good. And it's like, oh, we're just trying to cover your bases to make sure. And it's like, ha ha, we're joking on this person. But seriously though, please invite me to the fashion shows. I still do like fashion. You know, like what, <laughs> what's happening? I, I was very confused about what kind of message it was trying to send about bulimia in Donatella too. Walk down the runway, but don't puke. It's okay. You just had a salad today. Boulangerie. Yeah. And I was having a moment where I was like, wait, a boulangerie is like a bakery. Like, they don't make salads. So, and I was trying, and it didn't seem like she was talking as the character at that moment. It seemed like she was like a person describing the character. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> but now I do like fashion. Like, the thing is, I, I kind of like both of these songs, though. It, like, the first song confuses yeah. me, but I can enjoy the ridiculousness of it. And the second song, like, I'm able to just enjoy because it, it doesn't try to do like a message thing. It's just like, hey, I like fashion. And it's like, fine. I wish you hadn't complicated it with the song before, but okay. <laughs> you know? It was also like someone yelling in the background every Yeah, that was bit. weird at the beginning. <laughs> I liked that. I didn't know what that was or who that was, what was going on, but I dug that. What did you think of, again, another uh, one-two punch dope yeah. and um, the other one that I'm not comfortable saying the uh, name oh, yeah. of because it was 2012 and times <laughs> I, were different i was having that more uh, i was romanian like... slur but I, I brought that up that they were like one two punches because they're both kind of ballads yeah yeah and i don't like dope as much i think because oh. it's like i like her voice and i think i like the verses but when the hook is just like i need you more than dope it just ah something just feels like too much there's a little mm. bit too much sauce on it you know what i mean where it just feels like i don't know something just feels weird about the way she's saying it it felt like she was i'm still trying to put on art pop face and not just the dropping the veil and being vulnerable you know like <sighs> i feel like maybe if you would have done the thing where it's like side one side two where like one side is you know way more artsy and in your face and then the other uh, one is like really is like yeah. you said the the vulnerable you know I'm showing my true self to the world. Like, 
Right. Maybe, but yeah, it was kind of jumbled, I guess. And I'm not going to lie, like, track 14, like, it does feel like, it felt like they were trying to split the difference in terms of, like, this is the vulnerable song, but, but let's put a little club in there. You know what I mean? Like, my two notes for it were another ballad and, oh, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, <laughs> like they fucking got me. They fucking, they swerved me. Leaving applause for the end. Yeah, and w- this song, man, <laughs> what is up with these lyrics? Like, even more so than the lyrics before. Like, if you thought art pop was like, oh, you know, yeah, okay, a little abstract. See what it is. This is like the ultimate epitome of like, what the fuck was that? That wasn't like it wasn't abstract enough for me to be like, ooh, it's cryptic. Because I still understand what you're saying, but it's like you're trying to put in a little bit of a play on words there. And I don't know if this is hitting it right. Like the very first lyric, I stand here waiting for you to bang the gong to crash the critics saying, is it right or is it wrong? So like already I'm like, wait, you, you're you OK, so you're just standing there. You're waiting for people to bang the gong. Okay, so now I'm thinking of like, oh, like on the gong show, like, oh, wait for this. No, no, wait. No, those are your fans. The fans are banging a gong to crash critics. What? Why? What do you like? What the fuck? Like, you know, it's like it's clearly trying to communicate the idea. Oh, my fans are going to like be the people to you know show me the love that I need. But it's just so awkwardly worded in a way where it's just like, that's not like so clever that it's like, oh, what is she saying? I have to dissect it. It's more just like, huh? You just didn't write that well enough, you know? And then in, it was a little awkward. And then the fucking uh, uh, the second verse where it's like, I, I this like the first one you could maybe make the case for. But what the fuck is the I've overheard your theory nostalgia's for geeks. Stop. Cut it. Cut the tape. Cut the tape. This is 2012. What the fuck are you talking about, Nostalgia's for Geeks? Nostalgia's literally being sold in the mainstream everywhere. What do you mean it's only for geeks? And then, I guess, sir, if you say so, some of us just like to read. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, oh, yes, when people were selling us 80s nostalgia in the 2000s, some of us just like to read the books from the 80s. What? 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 They're selling us movies and TV and songs from the 80s and the aesthetic of the 80s. Like, you were selling Madonna again. Don't you remember? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just so confusing. And not in a way that's like, oh, I really got to contemplate. What could the answer? No, it's just like, that is just an incorrect thing to say. And so it feels weird for her to treat it as if it's like, hmm, am I right, fans? It's like, uh, uh, you know? I liked it. Um. (laughs) What did you come out with an overall rating for this? Uh, I gave this one a, let me go down to my... Uh, I gave it a two and a half out of five. Wow. Yeah, that. (laughs) I got a jump scare from that. (laughs) I I thought I gave it a three. I'm clutching my pearls. Holy shit. As I think about even in the songs that I like where it would just be like, (laughs) you're not letting me fully enjoy these tracks. (laughs) Like it just kept cutting in for me. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I got to throw it down. I got to ask. I got to ask for more. And as someone who has heard, as someone who has heard <laughs> the music that I think is really good, I don't know. This feels like a, a, a step down. I got a four. <laughs> That's cool. Like, it's cool. <laughs> hey, look, That's I'm not okay. Gonna... <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to like, how dare you? No, because like, yeah. I definitely can see being able to enjoy the goodness that happened here more than the badness. But like, for me, I was just like, 
ah, it would just take me out of it just enough where I like, ah, I can't say that I like give this above the three. You know what I mean? Like up next, we've got something for the hotties. Oh, is that so? Megan the Stallion requested by Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. And thank you, Dr. Goatman before either. I, I didn't say thank you then either. We got Megan the Stallion back for a third time, RC. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and look, I think it's very important to say, because of all the bullshit oh my goodness, in the yeah. courts, Jeez, that, that I love Megan the Stallion. I respect Megan the Stallion as a person, as a musician, as an artist. <laughs> long sigh. Reviewer uh, long sigh. I, I just... I just... This shit never it. hits with me, man. <laughs> I, I it can't just do it. never clicks with lie. me. <laughs> and I'm waiting for the day. I am anxiously waiting for the day for me to listen to a Megan Thee Stallion release and go, this right here is, is what my... the fuck oh, oh. <laughs> I've been waiting for. Right. This is the shit I need. RC, 20, what? <laughs> 21. Look, man, I get it, right? I get it. 21. It's a mixtape. It's not, you know, it's not an official studio release, I right? Yes, but. Half these songs are labeled freestyles, uh, apparently. Yeah, and that really annoyed me, just like, because it, kill, <sighs> it killed my mood for wanting to respect the song, and I think that happened for a lot of people. When you see four songs in a row that just said, oh, freestyle, eh, it's just a freestyle. It's like, no, allow me to come to it myself and, you know, maybe respect it as a song. Like, I feel like, like labeling one or two of the shorter songs freestyle, that's fine, but like, lie to me, act like it's a full song, maybe I'll believe it, like, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like in most, in most cases, the songs that were actually labeled freestyle were... They just sound like the songs that were too short. <laughs> Yeah, for the most part, they were indistinguishable from regular songs. In most cases, they were better than the ones that weren't labeled freestyle. <laughs> and the main thing about them was that it just felt like, oh, well, th this is the label I put on it to excuse that it's really short. That right. it's like barely two minutes or something like that. And it's like, you don't have to do that, Megan. It's a fucking mixtape. I get it. You don't have to label them like that. And, and like... And the thing is, they, like, you can't tell, like, if you just played a song for me, I would yeah. not be able to tell you if it was labeled freestyle or not. For the most part. Right. Usually there you There are a couple tell... songs on here that were huge on TikTok and sound like they were made for fucking radio. Mm -hmm. And they do have that sheen about them that does sound more complete. But, yeah, some of them just feel like incomplete songs. Like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and my thing is, is, like, usually I can tell, like, when something's a freestyle, it's like, oh, you can hear the sound quality is a little different. You can hear there's someone in the background kind of, like, about to let him go. Like, that's what I think of as, like, a freestyle track. Like, oh, here's here, here's him going off the dome live. You can hear how raw he really is. But when you have, like, four songs in a row called Freestyle, and they honestly just sound like studio recordings, it's like, what was the point of continually saying that? Like... You know, and it's not like it's not like it's like a Denzel Curry thing where it sounds like he's really going off the dome. You know what I mean? Like, right? 
Yeah, so like, cause there are ver- there are verses and hooks in a lot of these, so it's not like oh, just one verse or a lot. A lot of them will be like, oh, there was actually a hook there, and then it's like, so why are you acting like this isn't a like? Have you heard, like Lil Pump for God's sake? Why do you call that Gucci Gang freestyle for fuck's sake? Like, it's about as much the same length and quality, you know. I wrote down for the first track, and I feel like this applies for most of them. Uh, fun throwback 90s beat. Mm. That doesn't really apply to a lot of them, but it, it mm. applies to the first track. Um, fast freestyle flow, some clever bars, not too much out of the ordinary. Pretty, uh, pretty predictable, but catchy. Yeah, I, li- I like the double time. I feel about most of the songs. I like the double time in the first one. I thought that was a cool yeah. like, additional energy there. That was one of the ones that got a higher rating for me. The songs that I gave the lowest ratings to first, get those out of the way. The first note was three minutes. Whoa. <laughs> and then the second note was, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about let me see it. Got the lowest rating for me on the whole thing. Let me see it. What track was that? Um, oh, I have 14. it written down as 10. I mean, as 11, but that's because I have the skits not listed. So I'm not oh sure what God. number it actually this was. was the w- this was the worst because I wanted to like what was happening. Like, it's this is a frustrating album because it's like, I honestly feel like the beats and hooks will be kind of there. I'm like, oh, okay, I can rock with this. But then she Some just doesn't. Of the hooks. But then she just doesn't do anything. And then it's just like, okay, well, what the fuck? And this, I think this was the most egregious where I think it was just a hook. And then it was like, hey, here's Bun B reminding you that this person's cool because here's this person telling you they're cool. And hey, here's Paul Wall telling you. It's like, oh, my God, I don't need two people in a row. Like That fucking pissed me off because, I mean, it already had a really weak chorus on that one. So it, it wasn't really giving me anything to hold on to. And right after I was like, holy shit, three minutes? Literally half the song is people talking. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I'm not sticking around for that. Why is it this no called? Fucking way. Why is it this called? Let me see it freestyle or whatever the fuck, so we can be like, oh, it's probably just an interlude. You know, like what? And if you got Megan at the end of the album giving a little special thanks on its own track, why couldn't these be separate tracks? Yeah. I... Why did these have to be jammed together? I don't. But even understand. then, I have written down one of my very few quotes I took because I just, ugh. I'm a lady pimp. These n words, all my hoes. Which one I want today? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, no. <laughs> now, now, I will say, she does have, like, some bars on this album, right? Like Sometimes, You know, yeah. uh, Tuned In Freestyle, where she's like, nigga, this head game lethal. Use my tongue, put put thread through a needle. Bitch, I'm a movie. These hoes is my sequels. Keep a pussy hole, put, keep a pussy hole real tight like a Kegel. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? She has some flow. She has some rhymes. But the thing that annoys me the most is when... Just the jarring not rhymes that happen. And it's just oh. like, you've got to hear that this doesn't rhyme. You've got to hear that this doesn't rhyme. <laughs> like... RC, it's a freestyle. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's okay. It's a freestyle. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so like, a, huh? Like, oh, come on. <laughs> um, and it's not even one of those things. Because like, there are some words where it's like, oh, I can hear how you can hear the rhyme of that, where you're like, oh, just kind of like focusing on the, you know, the the um, the um the, the emphasis of it and the, the stress of the syllables. So you're, you're kind of hearing that in your ear more. But like some of these things will just be like, okay, that how did you think that was a, that rhymed with that? And I'm trying to find it. I thought I put the, 
the ones that were especially annoying in red, but uh, uh, <laughs> let me see. Got to give him the red underline. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I, I don't think I did. Fuck. Uh, let me see. Oh, oh what is it? Was it the Megan's Piano, which is, yeah, one of the worst, worser tracks? Um, oh, Megan's Piano was one of the highest rated oh, cuts really? for me. No. Yeah. <laughs> we really are on the opposite because I enjoyed the, the freestyle tracks enough. But when it when it was tracks that didn't have freestyle on them, oddly enough, I was just like, huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I need I need to know right now what your favorite cuts were. Okay, okay, uh, your, I gotta look. Your prime cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I liked Tuned In Freestyle. I thought that one, the first tuned one was in. nice. Hold on, let me find it. Okay. Let me find Tuned In. See what I thought of that one. Oh, yeah, that was the first one. Okay, mm-hmm. then, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, Out of Town Freestyle. Uh, out of t- yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, how a hoe gonna punk me, uh, how a hoe gonna punk me on a spot that can't get next to me? Your, your vocab don't go past, period, hoe, don't question me. Like, I was like, oh, okay, okay, you know. Uh, okay, but does... Uh, what? Does it feel like though? Does it feel like Megan is just recycling the same bars over and over and over again? Oh yes, especially about halfway through the album. Like I, you know, I will. It's a testament that I was enjoying it as much as I did. But I do specifically remember halfway through being like, "Okay, I feel like I've heard that version before." Okay, I feel like I've heard that version before. <laughs> like, yeah, that we've listened to three Megan releases up to this point. I feel like. She has the same, I feel like at this point, it's just a Megan Thee Stallion bar AI random generator. (laughs) And it just rearranges them and hopes you don't notice that (laughs) this was said two releases ago, but in a different place, in a different speed. For most of the songs on here, the ones that got the lowest ratings weren't because I thought they were whack or just because like, I didn't like them or if I thought they were just bad in general. It's just that I was like either bored by them or they came off kind of awkward. Like sometimes the flow can just kind of like, she does a thing where she's like she's cramming too many words into a bar where they just kind of feel like run on sentences that just go on forever. Yeah, yeah. Like those, those are the times they give songs little ratings where it's just like, I feel like I've heard this shit or mm. this is just messy. Yeah, was it this line where it's like, uh, it's like bad bitches running my pack, gang shit, Cartier frames, spot a bitch on some lame shit, broke niggas all in the way, clear them, chains ain't make no noise, they ain't big enough. I was like, what the fuck Ooh. was that supposed to rhyme with? Hmm. <laughs> clear yeah, that one. <laughs> was that supposed to rhyme with big enough? <laughs> like, come, come on, <laughs> you know. Um, and yeah, that's the thing. Like these songs could benefit from actually being concepts. You know, it's like I feel like you can make essentially the same song if you're actually like doing something with it. Like Wangsta, yeah, sure, he's pretty much saying the same thing. Like Wangsta by Fifty Cent, you know, it's pretty much mm. the 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 same sort of I'm better than you sort of shit. But it feels different because it feels like there's a topic with this one. You say you a gangster, but you never pop none. You say you a wang. You know what I mean? Like it feels like oh, this one's directed at someone specifically, so I can feel it different from I'll still kill you whatever other song he did you know like <laughs> i'm sure he had some songs like, i'll still kill people like, <laughs> i'll still like, kill uh, we're, we're very Hell sure yeah <laughs> we're very sure of that 50 but um <laughs> yeah yeah um and then what, what was the it was one line which is like i got so much plaque built up ri double a my dentist and i feel like oh shit y'all should eat my pussy how much y'all mention me and it's like Ooh. what <laughs> like just slipped right yeah. off the flow there 
Is a dentist and mention? Yeah. Ooh. I see where you thought. Right. <laughs> I'm following the line of thinking. I see it. I don't agree with it. Yeah. But I see it. <laughs> and um, let me see. Lowest rated tracks. Uh. Oh my god! Oh my god! Were, were, were those all your favorites? Oh wait, I, uh, my bad. Uh, we we were talking about uh, highest tracks. Uh, Kitty Cat, I thought was really good. Um, okay. The, yeah. the me so horny flip, like okay, yeah. I, I like that. I can't run on that. I had written down that I should have fucking known it was Jr. with this. Ah, beat. God damn it! Because <laughs> like, th- this is one that it it was like it was all over TikTok for a little while, and it really worked. My only complaint, and I, I tweeted about this too, and I hate that this has become a new phenomenon with pop songs specifically, is that a song will come out and then it'll make its way to TikTok and someone will speed it up just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Or or a lot of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the sped up version on TikTok ends up being catchier hmm. than the original. Yeah. And that applies to Kitty Cat. Because the one that I heard on on TikTok was just a little bit faster, so when I hear it on here, feels like it's like Uncanny Valley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like something's just wrong about it. I like Kitty Cat. I think it's very catchy. I like the beat. Um, I wish it was longer. It's yeah. like this wasn't a freestyle. This could have been longer. And I felt the same about the other TikTok hit, um, Thought Shit. I like that one a lot. I, I really, yeah, Thought Shit was like. This is what this album was building up to, and I wish it would have gotten here sooner. <laughs> like, it is my highest rated track. Yes, mine as well. Thing. Mine as well. And it's right at the fucking end. It was well worth it, I think, but like, yeah, man, like 20 something cuts. I legitimately, ugh. I wrote down at one point, it's like, okay, can we like cut half of these songs, put the verses of those half of those songs into like the verses from the better songs and then have full songs now like because i feel like you're throwing away fire here but it's just you're stretching it out too much you know what i mean like take it 24 cut it down to eight bars make it a hook you know what i mean like come on <laughs> yeah. get to the point and and this is the thing i i felt like there's a bit of like oh well because the mixtape doesn't matter it's like fuck that it always matters because this was kind of i feel like a bit of a blemish in her legacy because i remember a lot of people saying like oh wow this is what she's putting out uh, i don't know about that like it matters what you put out you know what i mean it's weird because i think about what Megan is doing and what her place in the pop scene is, right? Like, I heard WAP and songs on here where she's doing, like, the, like, oh, I'm just talking filthy, but it's, like, Cupcake does it way more interesting than Megan does. And intricately, And then I hear when Megan does pop hits, and I'm like, yeah, this is really cool, this is really catchy. But Doja Cat... Does it a lot uh, more interesting? Than I think she benefits from like getting in and getting the fuck out. Like if this were if this album were seven tracks with the best verses on them, I really do think this would have been something that kept really held the fans over. But as it was, it just felt so blow. It's like that's what it is. It feels so bloated, and this is supposed to be just a bunch of throwaways that you threw together, and it still feels like there's too much happening. You know, this is supposed to be the oh, don't think too much about this one. This is the you know in the middle of this, but it still feels like you're 
already running out of steam and we already heard this track 10 times you know so by the time we do get to your next album like uh do i think we're good i think we already heard a bunch of these right oh my god um freaking yeah that was the one more specifically where she had one lyric which is like i be making money yeah we be having sex yeah and it's like yes yeah yeah i know <laughs> like yes we're that you already said that you know um what was that one lyric in particular was it it was opposite day a track that i did like uh a little bit more except for the hook being like every day is opposite for me because i, I, I don't want to be like nobody and i'm like i don't think that's opposite but all right um but what was it? This one lyric which is like, I got two niggas tricking, telling me they love me, and they both mean it. That's a double entendre. And I'm like, huh? No. <laughs> no. Like, not only does it I not thought rhyme, that too. I was not like, a double entendre. <laughs> that's not what that means. It's like, it's just frustrating. <laughs> I had to pull it up because... I remembered there being a release, and it was Traumazine. I haven't listened to that one yet. Oh, yeah, maybe that's next. <laughs> the... Yeah, like, it's her second studio album. It's the one that's considered an album. Right. And I, according to the background, I guess I just wasn't paying attention. I really didn't catch this. In 2020, Megan Thee Stallion filed a suit against her label, 1501 Certified Entertainment, to renegotiate her contract after the management company Rock Nation found it iffy. When mm. Something for the Hotties was released, the record label didn't recognize it as an album because it has 29 minutes of new material instead of 45. <laughs> so the rapper would have to release two more albums in addition to something. <laughs> On fuck? February 22, Megan filed the this, this, this suit against the label, claiming something respects the definition of an album with at least 45 minutes of material. I mean, maybe if you didn't call them all freestyles. <laughs> That's the problem! Because <laughs> it sounds like, like you're trying to make us think of it as, you know? If it weren't labeled freestyle, maybe it would have worked. Yeah, like <laughs> freestyles, again, like, interludes. There's songs that are interludes, but like they're called interludes. But it's like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah, I, I can't, I can't lie. I skipped all of those. <laughs> like as soon as I saw it said skip, I did not listen to it. And I mean, like, you have a reason to. What was the first skit? It was just like nothing happening. The, the first skit was like two girls just kind of talking and it doesn't really lead into the next song because they're all just kind of about how she's fucking this guy and he's giving her money. Like, you know, so what's the difference between why does this one song need an intro? <laughs> and it's like they were over a minute, too. Like, why? Why is this skit going on for so long? <laughs> one bar that, that annoyed me. On Pipe Up, we didn't talk about that one. Mm. My first note was, patiently waiting for this to be over. I'm so bored. <laughs> um, patiently waiting for this track to be over. <laughs> brand new AP, got the right timing. <laughs> you can get it when I hear the register ching ching. <laughs> oh. No. Oh my god, and this was the one with with another line in here. Yeah, th thank you so much for bringing it to it. Um... <laughs> Cause uh, working for that pussy, but don't even have a job. That's them same ass hunnids you was posting last month. <laughs> Megan, job does not rhyme with month. <laughs> Stop it! You can't tell me you don't hear this. I'm not taking crazy pills right now. You guys are hearing this, right? Like, that isn't even like a, oh, well, if you bend your ear, you could hear it. Just, no, job, no. month. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. <sighs> I got a three. Uh, I got a three, too. 
Oh, cool. Uh, I will say I did like the the one line in uh what was that? Uh, what? Because I've I've been watching this show where she says, "Uh, he keep begging me for one piece, Luffy, all around the world trying to get this coochie." Like I was like, "Ah, Luffy, uh, you're still that anime girl." <laughs> that was that was something. There was the bar about Pikachu and Charizard. Oh sure, yeah. Like I was like, okay. You like when she took it? Like Pikachu was like, okay, you know, you're gonna, I know you're gonna say that, and then adding Charizard, I was like, oh, okay, you flipped it a little bit more. All right, because like everyone's gonna say Pikachu, you know, like. <laughs> I want to thank you very much for spending your time with us this week. And uh, I also wanted to give a big thanks again to Dr. Goatman and Hannah for requesting the albums we talked about this week. And if there's an album that you would like to hear us talk about, head on over to our Kofi at uh, ko-fi.com slash going off. That's G-O-I-N-O-F-F to request an album to be on a future episode. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. We got our individual Patreons, Kofis, YouTubes, you name it. We got a fucking account there. I got a Mastodon. I ain't using it. Yeah. <laughs> but I got one. I got a Tumblr and I ain't using it, but I got one. I got all the Twitter alternatives just in case. They're they're lying in wait. That's right. But <laughs> I'm not I'm still mainly active on on Twitter, so yeah. Yeah. And uh I am uh, getting more active on my on my Rap Critic Facebook page, so you know get with that act like you want it, you know what I'm saying? Facebook. Uh, yeah, uh, there were people saying like, you know, it actually is good to like have like a group that people are going to specifically to your thing for. So I was like, all right, you know, let me let me let me get off of let me stop slouching on this internet shit. Like, you know. So I'm trying to get more active with that. Uh like I said, I got my Twitter, I got a TikTok, I think it's just rap critic. I, if I try to open up TikTok to like see it, it's gonna cut off the call, so I'm I'm not gonna but I do post. Oh shit! Yeah, but I'll post. Uh, I'll post clips from old episodes as well as like nice when I feel like you know ripping on Kanye or something like that. Oh god! I, I had that. I had that video. I had to upload, which uh, is getting, which got a lot of TikTok views. Where I was uh, showing the the Tim Pool interview, where like a piss baby he was like, uh, uh, "This alt right uh, uh, pipeline podcast won't let me rant enough about the Jews, so I'm leaving." <laughs> and, I, and I was like, "Look." Lisa, you can see right at the point where, you know, Kanye oh. finds out that he can't bitch as much as he wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a fun video to put up real quick. Uh, but yeah, you know, you never know when I might randomly spontaneous. I'm a uh, spontaneous. We have loads of shit there. So, you know, get what it act like you want it. Um, and yeah, patreon.com slash rap critic where uh, we actually just recently did a music uh, music, TV, and game night where we watched some Venture Brothers, we listened to some music, uh, you know, like different people were able to throw on music. And then we had a game night that was freaking awesome. We had a Jackbox Games and we did that. Oh, cool. The one where you like have to, where you like give them a word and then they'll give you like a sentence and you have to rhyme it with something. Like that was really fucking fun. So, uh, Definitely come through for the next time we have that, that but that's available exclusive uh, to my Patreon fans, patreon.com slash rap critic, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, we'd be getting in it. You could, you could freestyle against uh, uh, the, the man himself, RC, and see how your bars hold up, you know? Uh, <laughs> I also wanted to mention it before I forget that because um, you, you mentioned EA, so. Mm -hmm. um, we did have a request in the coming, in the queue uh, for a Kanye album, and after the remarks and everything, we finally decided that no, <laughs> enough is enough. We're not doing that. We're not playing that game anymore. Mm -hmm. So we had requested that um, the person uh, change their request to a different album. So just letting folks know that while we are open to just about everything, 
Please do not request Kanye albums. Uh, but for going off, uh, well, I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You you were doing so well the past couple weeks. I tried and all of a sudden I fucked it I'm up. I did it for how many episodes in a row? Oh, God. That does it for the Going Off podcast. We'll see you next time. Uh, I'm Muse. And- <laughs> God damn it. I fucked that up again. For the Going Off podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. And on the next year of Going Off, more bad music for us to rip on, great music for us to praise, or middling crap that's okay but mostly disappointing. Come back next year to find out. I'm going to be king of the podcast. Du, 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 du. Fuck Southwest. Yeah. <laughs>